Welcome back to another episode of Twigs on the Rocks. I'm Leo Blotner. This is Abe Lovich. And today, we'll be going over the 2020 free agency frenzy. All right, Abe, let's get right into it. Want to get us started? Hey, before we get into it, I'm just going to tell you all the date and time so you guys know exactly where we're at. Right now, it's Thursday, October 15th at 8.37 p.m. Eastern time. Standard. Eastern standard time, just mm-hmm. so you're all aware. But let's get into it. The former Panther... Evgeny Dadanov signed with the Ottawa Senators with for three years, a total of 15 million and a five mil AAV. Leo, what do you think about that? Uh, I'm just I mean, I'm a little confused by that because Senators, I understand that like it's obviously never bad to sign a good player, but like, I mean, why would you sign Dadanov if you're a rebuilding team? Like, are you trying to win, but like you don't want to win? Well, you do want to win because it's fun to win, but you don't want to win because you're a bad team. And so it's like, I guess it's not like a terrible contract. They're not offering him like five, five years. That's all right. Like three, three years, five mil per year. I mean, they can afford it. It's fine. It doesn't make much sense to me. I kind of want to see him go to like the Bruins or, you know, top contender, but it's whatever. Not a big deal. Yeah. Like I see it. It's, I just see him as another piece on the rebuilding centers. Like, they're like, if we could somehow create a lot of success this year, we'll, we'll take it. But they're clearly still heavy on rebuilding. And it's been – and they still have a lot of moves to make. But they're definitely going to be good in the next few years if they continue on this upward trend. But let's move on to the next pick. Tony D'Angelo, two years, 4.8 mil per year. Uh, this happened as of, like, five minutes ago from now so pretty cool i think it's a good signing for the rangers kind of lock up the defense for a little bit nice little bridge deal have him do that like the bruins did that with mcavoy i'm pretty sure 4.9 for two or three years they did that with carlo too to see if all right because at that moment you're not ready to give him that huge contract but you also don't want to give him a one-year deal so he i'm not sure he might still be an rfa after these two years so give him a nice bridge deal see if he can prove himself and if he can give him a sit a uh, big pay raise after. So I think it's good signing by the Rangers. Yeah, the Rangers definitely need that strong defense if they're going to be extremely successful this year. With They will definitely keep with Tony D'Angelo. All right, moving on to the next free agency. There's a lot here. So we got Andre Sekera, the defenseman of the Dallas Stars, re-signing uh, for two years. Total of $3 million, 1.5 cap hit AAV. It's a pretty solid. He played great or he had some pretty good games, and they want him for that. He has stuff to do, and he's going to do it. Also, great signing, in my opinion. He's not the flashiest player. won't put up most offensive numbers, but he's a great lockdown defensive defenseman. I think this is a terrific signing, only 1.5 mil per year. Stars team still contending, just made it to the Stanley Cup Finals, lost to a terrific Tampa team. I think this is a great signing. And moving on, um, Dallas Stars also signed. Radic Foxo trying to keep that team together. Five years, 3.25 mil per year. I think this is a great signing, trying to keep the core together, especially because I think in five years, he could be worth like five and a half, six mil. So I think locking him up like that's a great deal. Yeah, and they're trying to – I think they're just going to head for the cup again this year after they made it to the finals. But this is a lot of money on him, but it's for five years. And so I feel like this is a – it's a little bit risky, like, if he won't become, like, that great player they see him to be. But, like, I think he's going to do it. 
he's he's a great player on a great team. Where else does it go? Oh, on in other signings, Dominic Kubelik of the rookie from Chicago signed for a two-year deal worth total seven point four million dollars with a three point seven AAV, and he had an amazing season this past season. And honestly, he's the Chicago Blackhawks need him, and he's going to do wonders for that team. He's yeah, re-signing with the Blackhawks, great player, came in third in uh, Rookie of the Year voting, called their voting, so that's great. Big piece of their future, him with Doc. I think this is great. I mean, it's not like it's two years, but I think it's a great bridge deal again, see if he can prove himself, because, I mean, he had one great year, but, I mean, this is his rookie season, and, you know, like – especially on a contract year, you're not really sure where to go with him. So I think it was good by him, good by the Blackhawks organization, given a nice little bridge deal like that. Yeah. Well, not so much little. It was a good amount of money, but... Yeah, good amount. Yeah. yeah. He's oh, a free player. Percent. He's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on, Alex Petrangelo. Huge signing here. Goes to the Vegas Golden Knights from the St. Louis Blues. But, you know, the Blues made up for it later. We'll get into that. Um, signs a seven-year, $61.6 million contract, about 8.8 mil per year. Uh, I mean, I don't love this because I think for the first three to four years, this is great. I mean, it takes up a big chunk of the cap, but I think it's a great signing. They're very competitive. They can still win cups, you know, especially with a goaltending tandem and net. But I think he's going to be a huge liability and – maybe four, but I think five, six, seven years down the road, they're going to take up huge amount of their cap space with holding on to Petrangelo. We've seen this with players like Backus on the Bruins, uh, kind of like, I mean, Carlson's still playing well, but kind of like Carlson on the Sharks and taking up 11 and a half mil. I think they, I mean, Vegas wanted him. I don't know that they wanted him long-term, but the only way they can get him short-term is if they got him long-term. So I think it's, it's good signing short term. We'll see how it plays out. I, I don't like the signing though. Yeah. I don't really love it, but I don't really hate it either. Like, yes, it's a great deal for the short term. I don't really see why they gave him seven mils, like seven year I meant. But like honestly, if they gave him maybe five years, four years, it would have been a perfect signing. But this was the biggest signing of free agency so far. So and like yeah. I just think it was a little bit too much. It's like he's definitely going to play amazing for Vegas in the next couple of years. But if he tips off, then he tips off and it won't be worth it. But if he keeps going strong, which he has the potential to do, then he will. I, moving on, the player almost everyone's been wondering about, Taylor Hall. He was on the Coyotes. Honestly, I, in my personal opinion, he didn't do that much for them. But, like, obviously he was injured. He's an amazing player. He signed a one-year deal with Buffalo for $8 million. I think this is perfect because also with Taylor Hall there, Jack Eichel doesn't want to leave as much. Them, Buffalo has a lot of young stars, and I think that they have a lot to do with it. I think Taylor Hall is going to com- complement their team perfectly for at least this season. They may not make it to the cup, but – if he plays well, Buffalo will give him a longer deal after this season. I just – this is a great signing by Buffalo. But from Taylor Hall's perspective, I don't get it. And for every other team, I don't – like, at perspective, it doesn't make sense. Why would you go to a mediocre Buffalo Sabres team to – yes, you know, he does play along – or he will be playing along with Jack Eichel. But, like, you're not going to make the playoffs. If you do, you'll maybe be, like, a fringe playoff team. You'll get, like – you know, 
maybe losing five, maybe a little respectable in round one. But, like, it's such a bad deal. You could have signed with the Avs for, like, 6.5. You could have signed with the Bruins for, like, 6.5 for one year. And I understand $1.5 million is a lot, but this isn't his first big contract. This is his, well, like, third or second or third big contract. So, I mean, if I'm him in this situation, I'm trying to go to, like, a cup contender. He hasn't really had that. Uh, playing in with the Oilers, then he single-handedly willed the Devils to the playoffs, got traded to um, the Yotes. You know, they did make the playoffs, but, like, I mean, if I'm him, like, I would love to see him go to the Avs or Bruins or someone that could actually use him and use him to go far. This really doesn't make any sense from his standpoint, in my perspective. Well, for me, I just see it as more of a money deal. Like, Buffalo offered more money. He went with them. And, like, I can see Taylor Hall bringing Buffalo to being not a cup contender, but definitely a playoff team. I, like, they definitely have a – if they could, like, shore up on defense, then, like, maybe later in free agency, maybe snag someone good, like any good defenseman decent, then maybe they'll definitely be a good playoff team. But what I see – from Buffalo's perspective, I see them trying to re-sign him again next year. But let's move on. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Le Montreal Canadiens. Uh, they signed two players, Brandon Gallagher and Tyler Toffoli. Uh, great. I mean, Gallagher, they re-signed six years, 6.5 mil per year, 39 total. Thought. I mean, I think they overpaid a little bit, but I think it's, it's a solid con- contract for top six forward, top line forward. He's going to play well for them. I don't know how far they'll go in the playoffs considering I mean I mean in fairness they did beat Pittsburgh Penguins this season but like I I don't know like I like to see them go one way or the other I like to see them either tank or go for it this season obviously the next couple of seasons are going for it because they also signed Tyler to Foley to a four-year 4.25 mil per year 17 in total um so yeah. they're going for it I don't know if it'll pay off but we'll see what happens yeah, I think this was definitely a great deal from Tyler Toffoli and Brendan Gallagher's standpoint because for them, they they made they got a good amount of money on a good deal on a decent team. Like, they don't suck, but they're not that good either because, yes, they did beat Pittsburgh, and they're definitely going to ride off some momentum trying in the shortened 2021 season. But, like, it's definitely good. I don't see anything really wrong with it, but it's not the greatest. Like, each of them could have done better. But it, nothing bad so far. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they can go to a playoff team, right? Because, I mean, I'm, but, I don't know. They might play in the all-Canadian division this season. Who knows what will happen? Well, we do in about a month or so. We'll tell you in in future episodes. Stay tuned. But Stay tuned. now, let's move on to the next signing. The former Stanley Cup champion of the Tampa Bay Lightning, Kevin Shattenkirk, signed with the Anaheim Ducks for three years. million and a 3.9 cap hit AAV. And honestly, this was great by both teams. I think that this is a great signing. He played great with Tampa, and he's going to perform very well for the Ducks. And it's a good signing because they locked him up for three years. Definitely going to slowly become a better, bit stronger team. And probably after the three years, they'll likely try to re-sign him. I see him being a great player on that team. I don't know. I think this is his uh, retirement three years. He won his cup. He did his work. 
moving to Cali, securing the bag. His work in the NHL is pretty much done. He'll still be a productive defenseman. The Ducks won't make the playoffs anytime soon. But, I mean, you're moving to Cali. You're getting the money. You already won the cup. Great deal for Shattenkirk. I mean, so I, I can't – like, I don't really see why Ducks did it, but, like, I can. You know, you want to get better. You want to prove your young defenseman. You know, boost morale for your young players who have only seen losing so far. You know, bring that veteran Stanley Cup winning presence onto the team. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Definitely great for morale. Mm-hmm. Moving on, we got Ryan Graves re-signing with the Colorado Avalanche for three years, 3.16 mil per year. So that's a 9.48 in total. This is a great deal for the Avs. The Avs had a tremendous offseason, also trading two seconds for Devon Taves, getting what they wanted. I think it was just great deal for them in general. I mean, Ryan Graves, I'm pretty sure he led the league in plus minus. So he did. that's terrific. Yeah. So, I mean, I understand that's a team stat, but that's also great on Ryan Graves. You know, the Avs are a great team, big part of their future. So I think this is a good signing, both, both sides. Yeah, definitely. Keeps the Avalanche young and strong and a cup contender. I think it's a perfect move, nothing to say here. But moving on, something made me – I know my biased Bruins fan is showing, but it's making me a little mad. Tori Krug signed with the St. Louis Blues. Seven years, $45.5 million in total, 6.5 AAV. This made me mad. The Bruins offered him the same amount of AAV, but just six years, just one year less. And because of just one extra year, he decides to go off to freaking St. Louis. Like, I don't, I don't really see it, to be fully honest. Yes, they lost Petrangelo, but this happened before Petrangelo was signed anywhere. So I really – I just don't see why Tory Krug himself did it. It's definitely a great signing by St. Louis. It's going to keep them a strong team even after their sort of failure in the bubble, but I just don't see it. Yeah, another player – I mean, they knew Petrangelo was leaving. They tried to – they're you know, trying to replace him. I, I mean, Krug is an offensive defenseman, which means if he's not putting up his numbers, he's not producing, he's not playing well. Because, or like, big defensemen, big stay-at-home defensive defensemen, they don't have to put up the numbers. They just have to be physically there. And if they're physically there, they can do that. And if Krug isn't, you know, putting up these numbers, we don't know how we'll do. I, well, I think we'll do well with O'Reilly and Tarasenko and the power play especially. But, like, I don't know. I mean, Boston was his home. Boston took a chance on him, undrafted a rookie. Does all of this loses to the Blues in seven, couple or two years ago? Or yeah, no, it was one and a half years ago. About one and a half years ago, two seasons ago. But uh, oh, you hate to see it as a Bruins fan. It broke my heart. That kind of sucks. I mean, the Bruins. I was apparently is what I've heard. You know, like rumors that uh, the Bruins offered their contract to Krug like a year ago. And, you know, he was still thinking about it just like a year ago. And then they pulled it and didn't offer him another one. I don't know. Maybe this could pay off big time for the Bruins. Maybe this could pay off big time for the Blues. I don't know. It seems like really risky to me, especially five, six, seven years. I'm, he's, what, like 29, 30 right now? Yeah, he's 30. So, at, like, by the time he's 35, he won't be nearly as productive. And I, I'm not sure about this signing. I really aren't. Because, like, I would love to see him back on the Bruins, but, like, Come on. Like, what are you doing, Tori Crew? Oh, my God. Yeah, it was definitely an annoying thing to see. It was, just, it, was, it was annoying. But he's still a physical defenseman. Like, he's, he makes hits, but it's going to be sad to see him 
on St. Louis. But I think in another pro-Boston signing, Craig Smith, uh, the former the former Predator, was signed to the Bruins three years, nine point three million total, three point one AAV. I think it's a great deal. He's gonna definitely boost the team. Boston has depth. He's gonna add to it. Strong player. He can make the play, and that's what Boston needs. I think this is this isn't the most flashy signing, but I think relative to what he's getting paid, this is top three steal of free agency. Considering, look, Craig Smith. He's entering his early 30s. He's might be the last three years he's plays. Uh, he hasn't won a cup. He was with Nashville. They lost the cup. You know, he, he has that hunger. Um, I think he's a terrific player. Bergeron really wanted him. Uh, they were talking about, you know, like he was talking to Craig Smith specifically, kind of recruited him in. I think he'll be a great signing, great, nice uh, middle six player there. I think it'll just be, you know, great overall. Solid, consistent 20-goal scorers, so I think that's very, very good for the Bruins after losing um, offensive defenseman Tory Krug, which we just talked about. Whatever, not that big of a deal. The Bruins haven't made too many moves in this free agency yet. You know, there's still some players on the board or um, on the market, but uh, Craig Smith, definitely a solid signing. Definitely, yeah. I think it's going to be great. He's going to work great. Definitely boost team morale. It's all going to be good all around. Moving on. The Oilers, they signed two players, Kyle Turris and Tyson Berry. First, we'll start with Kyle Turris. Signed to a two-year, 1.65 mil per year, so 3.3 in total. Year contract, play alongside McDavid, dry sidle, you know, great winger. I mean, this season, not so much, but uh, he got bought out by Nashville. He's getting paid six mil per year, which is absolutely ridiculous for his production. He used to be really good when he was on the Senators, kind of fell through, but... uh. I mean, I think he can definitely revive his career with the Oilers with uh, either playing with McDavid or Dreisaitl. So, I mean, this could be a great signing. It's low risk. It's only 1.65 mil for two years. Low risk, high reward. Definitely great signing, in my opinion. Their other signing, Tyson Berry, defenseman, one year, 3.75 mil. I think this is, you know, solid, like, second pair defenseman signing. The Oilers' goaltending situation isn't great, so I think signing a defenseman like Barry could really help out. Yeah, I think that both of these signings are great because it's low signings, low money, low years, great players. Yeah. They're like they're like pretty good players. They're not like top the best, but they're still pretty decent, and they can definitely put some strength and depth around the Oilers team, which has been pretty much mainly focused on Drysdale and McDavid, and so it's gonna. Definitely, basically, just giving them some more weapons. I think it's great. Moving on, the Leafs signed three players. First, TJ Brody, four years, twenty million, which five mil AAV. That's a lot of money. Then they signed Wayne Simmons for one year, one point five mil, and then Zach Bogosian for one year, one mil. The legend, Zach Bogosian. Oh my! The Stanley Cup champion. Yeah. <laughs> but. Going back to TJ Brody, it, it was a lot of money. I think he was a bit overpaid. Like, he's definitely he's, – he's a great player, but I just don't know if, like, five mil AAV was exactly worth it. Like, the Leafs have a lot of money to pay, especially with their top line being quite expensive, which result – which is why they also signed the good deals in Wayne Simmons and Zach Bogosian for a total of those two players, two mil over the one year – 2.5 mil, I'm sorry. But I think TJ Brody was a little bit pricey. 
Still no, good. I, I don't know. I mean, they need a lockdown defenseman. Like, you might be thinking, why didn't they just keep Tyson Berry, you know? You can get him cheaper, shorter term. But TJ Brody, definitely a lot better defensively. That's what they need. They don't need the offense. They already have all the offense. They need defense. And if they have to overpay a little, so be it. I think it's a good signing. I mean, we'll see what happens. But I think they might have overpaid a little bit, but they definitely definitely need the defense. You know, um, Anderson's kind of just getting, uh, like, hung out to dry over there. So I think it's a good signing for TJ Brody. They might have overpaid, but sorry. Wayne Simmons, one year, no big deal, 1.5. You know, they, they can do that. Bogosian, though. Oh, the man, the myth, the legend. Stanley Cup champion, Zach Bogosian. Abe, you want to hear a fun fact? I will love to hear a fun fact. Zach Bogosian has more Stanley Cups in the past 20 years than Wayne Gretzky. Wow. Oh, wow. This man, this man is insane. The Stanley Cup champion. Honestly, he played great for Tampa. And with only one mil for one year, that's a super cheap contract for the Leafs. Honestly, great defenseman. Like you said, for defense, yes, they overpaid, but they heavily underpaid this man. Yeah. Beautiful signing. I could have been worth at least 15 million, probably more than McDavid. No, but Joe, jokes aside, I think Bogosian's like a solid signing. He played with uh, played with uh, the Lightning, won, won Stanley Cup with them, as we just previously mentioned. But yeah, low risk, you know, decent reward. I mean, one year, one mil, can't go wrong. Yeah, definitely. And he's still like a solid defenseman with like jokes aside. Yeah. All right, moving on. Patrick Marlowe. Uh, before we get into the signing, uh, he resigned or he signed with the Sharks. Patrick Marlowe spent about, I think, a little less than 20 years with San Jose. Then, you know, since he didn't win a cup, kind of wants to win the cup. San Jose understands that, but he still loves San Jose. So, Abe, do you know what his solution is? Keep going back, that little puppy dog. Yeah, he uh, signs with San Jose, plays there up until the trade deadline because he loves it, gets traded to a contender, and comes back uh, next season, then plays half a season, gets traded to a contender, come back. So, uh, past couple years, he's on San Jose, then Toronto played – had the deadline, then I'm pretty sure he played the full season. Then he went back to San Jose, played half the season, went to Pittsburgh, tried to uh, win a couple of them, didn't, went back to San Jose, and then at the deadline, if this is his last year, I think, I don't know, he'll definitely go to another contender. Just love to see it. I mean, I kind of want him to win a cup. One of the best players of all time, never won a cup. So, I don't know. Interesting signing. Honestly, San Jose has him on a leash, though, which I think is great because – San Jose is pretty bad right now. So, like, he's going to – like, he probably will sign with a, con- a contender next year because, like you said, he's one of the best players ever. But he was signed super cheap. I think it was more of a – because he was on the Sharks for so long, he got this deal. And, like, basically because of the history, like, the history got him the deal considering it was only 700 k yeah. Great. Moving on, there was a trade between – the Columbus Blue Jackets, and the Montreal Canadiens. Josh Anderson went to the Habs, and Max Domi went to the Jackets. Josh Anderson was then signed by the Canadiens. Seven years, $38.5 million in total. That's a 5.5 average. And, and then Max Domi was signed for two years, a total of 10.6 mil with 5.3 average. I know you might think that Josh Anderson was a bit overpaid or something, but I see him as one of the most underrated players in this league that the league has to offer. Like, he has done wonders for Columbus, even though 
they were seen as dead after they lost Panarin and Duchesne and Bobrovsky after they swept Tampa a couple seasons ago. But he's still an amazing player, like solid defense, great offense. He basically, and his ton of leadership, and he's going to work great in Montreal. He's going to play great. I totally agree with you. Before we get into that, that, that just reminded me after Super Tampa. I called it in the podcast that um, Tampa was probably doing – or that what they did, but they were probably looking at what Virginia did in March Madness, number one, only one seed to lose who's 16 seed, like recently. And uh, they came back next year and won, and I said it. And then, the, and then Kevin Shattenkirk, who we, uh, we talked about earlier in the podcast, he said that they looked at them for inspiration – you called it like three days earlier. And if if any if anyone out there is doubting him, go check out our Stanley Cup final episode. He says it. It's there. No going back. That, that was that was pretty good. But what were you gonna say about Max Domi? Oh, Max Domi. I think solid signing, you know, two years, five point three. Can't really go wrong. I mean, it's only two years. Five point three, I think, is a solid uh signing for him. Josh Anderson, I think, was grossly overpaid. I'm so sorry what you think. I mean, yeah, sure. Pay him 5.5 for one, two, maybe even three years. But seven? That's ridiculous. He's not seven old. years? 5.5? What if he, he's a physical player? What if he gets hurt? What are they going to do? Fair. Pay him 5.5 to sit in the bench for six years? It, that's fair. I did not think about injury-wise because he is definitely very physical. I did not think about that. I'll give you that. But the man has the skill. Like, true. Like, the man has the scale. I mean, even even if he stays healthy for those seven years, I don't think he's worth 5.5, like, four max. Like, max. That's max. Like, oof, I do not think he's worth 5.5. I think it's a gross overpayment by the Canadians. But as we've seen, the Canadians are kind of going all in. You know, they're, they're really trying to be a contender moving forward. So, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. The so main good. part of this episode coming up, the goaltender carousel. Goalie carousel. I love to see it. There was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen starting caliber goalies at switch teams. Abe, want to get started? With the- I okay. We're gonna start at what I see as the beginning of this circle of goalies. Hank the King, Henrik Lundqvist, signed with the Washington Capitals for one year, one point five million dollars. Great, he's a great player, wants to win the cup. I see it. But but where did Brandon Holtby go? The Capitals former goalie, Leo. All right. Well, actually before we get into that, I think Lundqvist, you know, he's kind of signed the one year deal, trying to get into, you know, like he, he's kind of the backup, kind of splitting time with Sam Sonoff, but I think he'll really give him a run for his money. I would not be surprised if Lundqvist was a star at the end of the season. Me neither. And I think if he beats the Rangers, that's like like he's like he whose number will get retired by the Rangers, but I just think that'll be so funny. Rangers move into third string, comes back first string, beats him with one of the rival teams. All right, so Lunk was signed with the Caps, but you might be, yeah, as Abe said, Caps former goalie Braden Holpe. Well, where did he go? He went to the Canucks. Two years, four point three mil per year, so that's eight point six in total. I think, I mean, he sucked this year, but I think if he can get back his twenty seventeen playoff form, twenty seventeen season, I think it's gonna be a great signing for them. Yeah, like it is, it's a good amount of money, but it's only two years. So like, if he's great, they'll keep him. Mm-hmm. And, but if he's not, it's only two more years and then it's good. But then obviously, Jacob Markstrom of the former Canuck, 
has to ha- he went somewhere too. He went to the Calgary Flames first a six year deal, thirty six million dollars in total, so six million AAV. I think it's a little it's a long contract, but it's not bad. Markstrom was an amazing goalie for Vancouver, as we said in previous episodes, especially during the playoffs, and I think he's gonna definitely hold the Flames ground on defense. It's gonna be good. yeah. I agree with you. The thing is, goalies are kind of wild cards because, I mean, yeah, obviously they're very physically there, but goaltending is mostly mental. And so, I don't know, maybe a change of scenery for all these goalies, you know, maybe it'll do wonders for them. Maybe it'll suck for them. Like, who knows? Like, we're not sure. I think if he can maintain his previous form, I think this is a good signing for the Flames. Still contending, still um, doing all this stuff. So, six years, I think – yeah, because at the end of six years, they won't really be contending any, anymore. All their players are going to be old in six years. So I think this is a good signing, solid uh, cap hit. If he starts to suck, I don't know. But I think they got what they needed, and this is good. They had goaltending issues earlier. This is a good signing by them. Yep, but once again, him signing in Calgary left a hole. All right, yep. we got Cam Talbot. Signed with the Minnesota Wild for three years, 3.67 per, so 11 million total. I mean, our, the Wild, like, why didn't, like, I, it just doesn't really make sense to me. Like, I understand you just need, like, a decent goaltender to hold you off for a couple years because, uh, as we'll see next, you know, they traded their star, or their former star goalie kind of stuck this year. But, um, I mean, they kind of just need someone to hold them over. They're clearly starting to rebuild. They've been stuck in mediocrity for years, and winning isn't the way to go. So, you know, kind of suck, get some good takes, build up for the future. I think this would be good. Yeah, I don't really see it at all. Like, definitely he's there to hold the ground. But the Wild made some weird trades this season, and I just don't understand why they signed Cam Talbot. Like, he's he's a great goalie, but – that, like you said before, the wild card situation, it's a mental game, putting them in a new environment. I don't know about this signing. I really don't know. But Devin Dubnik. Oh, wait, my bad. Did I say 13 before? I meant 10 and then th- – uh, I'm sorry, I meant 11, and then two of them stayed put. My bad. Right, yeah. Stay put. My bad. That's on me. It's on me. It's fine. All right. All right. But then – Devin Dubnik, the former Wild, former star goalie, was traded to San Jose. But, yeah, I see it. Yeah, I mean, I got it. Dubnik it, and Jones going to be a power tandem this season. San Jose obviously sucked this season. Their draft pick that they traded to get Eric Carlson ended up being higher than the Senators pick who traded it away, which is very funny, very ironic, in my opinion. But um, they only traded him for a fifth. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they kind of just had to get rid of him. I think they could have gotten more out of him, but if they need to get rid of him, solid deal. So he goes to the Sharks, and that's kind of like one section. That's like where that all went. And then there's like another section where Thomas Grice uh, signed two years, 3.6 mil per year with the Red Wings. Uh, decent signing, former Islander. I mean, solid goalie, low risk for the Red Wings, only 3.6 mil per year per year. And the rebuilding here, yeah. The Red Wings have nowhere to go. Literally, they have nowhere to go but up. Any signing helps them at this point. They were just so bad last year. That's fair. Hopefully, they'll help them be any little bit of better. 
But moving on, Matt Murray was signed with the Ottawa Senators, the former Pittsburgh Penguin. I, like, I, after that happened, my first thought was, oh, is Pittsburgh trying to get Marc-Andre Fleury again? But apparently not. Like, yeah. Apparently they didn't. I was wrong there. But I think this is a great signing. They signed him for four years, total of $25 million, a 6.25 AAV. I think it's a great sign with a rebuilding Senators team. Don't see a thing wrong with this. Oh, I can see many things wrong with it, starting with the amount he's getting paid. He was terrible last season. There's a reason why he's the backup. He's literally the backup. Can you imagine a backup goalie getting 6.25 mil per year for four years? What are you doing, Ottawa? You need these players. Right, in three years, Tim Stusla and Jake – oh, no, it's Jake Sanderson will be in college for a little bit. But – um. I mean, they're gonna need they're gonna need their big contracts, or they'll probably get a bridge deal. But like, what are you doing? This is such a bad signing. Like, what? It's just, I'm I'm dumbfounded by this signing. Signing. It's so bad. They paid so much for him. I wouldn't pay more than two mil for like two years for him from the Sanders. This is terrible. They're locked in for many many years. They're only locked in for four, but they're paying him so much. What are you doing? Like, I guess they're hoping for him to go back to his Stanley Cup winning days a couple seasons ago. But like last season, he was terrible. Yes. But there's something you said earlier in this podcast that made me think this way about him, about, like, goalies. It's a mindset game. It's where he was. In Pittsburgh, all of the hype on the team was surrounded Tristan Jari, their amazing young goalie. And then Matt Murray was over there saying, was like, um, okay. So, like, I see why he didn't play as well in the mental game. But moving to this rebuild wait, wait, wait. team. I think – I think – okay, wait, I'm sorry. Wait. Before you get in, because I thought you were going to say moving on. That's my bad. Yeah, okay. Okay. well, it's fine. But, like, him moving to the Ottawa Senators with a rebuilding, they're ready, they're hyped. I see with the diff- with the whole new mindset, I see him going back to his not, – not all the way back to his glory days, but he'll get back into a much better than he was last year. Okay. That's definitely fair, considering when he was good, everyone in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh hated him, and when he was bad, everyone hated him. They hated him because they loved Flurry, and then they benched Flurry for Murray. Even though they won the Stanley Cup, they still hated Murray. So, I mean, they hated him when he was good, and then they hated him when he was bad. So, you know, I, I, I kind of agree with you. I mean, I still think they paid way too much for him, but I think he can definitely have a rebound couple of years because, I mean, Ottawa doesn't have that many fans. Not that many people can hate on him, right? Literally everyone in Pittsburgh hated him. You replace Flurry. Ooh, we hate you, Matt Murray. Flurry leaves, right? He's yeah. uh, the new starter. Ooh, we hate you, Matt Murray, because you suck. Like, there's no winning for this guy. I felt kind of bad for him. Yeah, and I think it, he definitely was a little bit – well, he definitely was overpaid from how he was last year, but I think it was definitely enticing trying to get him on, onto his rebuilding team. All right, well, let's move on. One of my personal favorite goalies, Anton Kudobin was signed, re-signed with the Dallas Stars for three years, 10 mil, 3.333 average for three years. It was, I see this as an amazing sign. He's an amazing goalie. He carried them through the, he didn't, well, he didn't carry. He was amazing through the playoffs. I don't like, and it wasn't that expensive. If you look at mo- many of the other goalie signings and like for th- three years, I love it. What's that? Hey, this I, I like it. 
you know, because uh, this season, like shortened season, definitely a lot more back-to-backs. They're definitely going to need that tandem. That's what a lot of these competitive, uh, competitive teams are doing. Like the bad teams kind of giving them their good goalies to form that little tandem right there because, you know, they're kind of going to need it. I love Doby. Contracts are right. Three years. I don't know how well he'll play, but he, he's played well every season up until uh, here. So, you know, I think definitely solid time. I love it. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Okay, this is, like, what confused me the most. Because Jari was the starter, so Murray was Jari's backup. Jari gets 3.5 mil. Murray gets 6.25. Imagine how that makes a Jari feel. I mean, oof. He signed three years, 3.5, so 10.5 in total. He signed with the Pittsburgh Penguins. He's the starter for the future. Well, at least, I mean, we said that with Matt Murray, but um, <laughs> a couple years ago. So who knows? I think – will do well. I think this is a good signing. I don't know. I don't have that much to say about it. Yeah. Like, there was a reason Pittsburgh loved him so much, aside from hating Matt Murray. But I th- I think it was solid. Good amount of money. Mm-hmm. Like, not too much to say. Moving on, Robin Len- Lenner was signed for five years, $25 million, five mil each year, back to the Vegas Golden Knights. I see this as... It's a good signing. He played amazing in the playoffs, just got beaten by a better team. And I don't see like that much. I just don't see that much wrong with it. It's, it's true. It's a lot of money, but he's worth it. Yeah. I mean, everyone thought when they signed Leonard, they were going to get rid of Fleury, but they actually held on to Fleury. They're paying both goalies 12 mil in total. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think – especially with this upcoming season we said before, they're going to need two goalies. He's a great signing. They rode him in the playoffs, played really well. So, yeah, I think it's a good signing. Yeah. Moving on, Aaron Bell, former San Jose Sharks, signs with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, one year, 800K. I think they need this because the Maple Leafs desperately need a backup goalie. Jack Campbell is not doing it for them. Aaron Bell, one year. They only need him for one year. Former backup in San Jose. I think this is a solid signing. As we said before, all these competitive teams trying to form tandem. So I, I like it. I like it. I like he was signed for 800K. I see nothing wrong with this. He's yeah, like, he's not like the worst of the worst, but he hasn't had that many times to perfectly shine. He's a backup. And I think it's fine. Solid. Solid. Yeah. Moving on. Corey Crawford signed with the Devils for two years, 3.9 mil AAV. So that's 7.8 mil total. I think. By New Jersey, great signing. I like. He's he's not like the greatest goalie ever, but he's he's had great games, and I think in Jersey he will play fine. Like he won't be the worst, he won't be the best, but I think it's a good signing. Yeah, I mean Jersey. Uh, I guess they're trying to contend this year, and they didn't really need him. He's the backup. Like, why would you sign a backup three point nine for two years behind uh Blackwood? Blackwood played great, but. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess, like, it's only two years, so it doesn't really affect that much, but it's just a little weird. I mean, I mean, like, I guess it could give uh, Blackwood some support, give him some confidence, let him relax. I know personally when I have, because I'm a goalie, when I have a very good partner, someone else that can, you know, kind of do a lot of the work, uh, definitely relaxes me because it puts a lot less pressure on me doing a lot better. So I think this is also mostly just to, you know, kind of calm Blackwood, 
who have confidence in theirs. I, I think it's solid. Oh, it's only two years to get overpaid a little bit, though. I see it. I, I just like I, I just agree with you there. You make perfect sense. I do. All right. Last up in the goaltender uh, little fiasco here, we got Jake Allen signing with the Montreal Canadiens. Two years, 2.875 mil per year. So it's 5.75 in total. Uh, like as we've said before, Canadians kind of, you know, going, not going all in, but like, yeah, they're, they're really trying to contend this season. And with that, they can't really use Caden Primo as their backup. So they're going to need Jake Allen. I mean, Caden Primo is terrific at Northeastern, solid in Laval Roquette, but uh, their AHL minor team. So I think Jake Allen, a very capable backup, can start on some teams. So I think this is good, you know. Yeah, like he was a good backup behind Bennington. Definitely, I think he played better in the bubble, but that's that's up for debate later. And Not really, debate. It's true. <laughs> Thank you. But it's a good signing by Montreal. He's going to be behind Carey Price as he's like, yeah. I don't see much wrong. But something that was interesting with me throughout all this major goalie crazy free agency free frenzy, the Avalanche did not really make such a push for a goalie when that's what they kind of need. I didn't really understand, to be fully honest. Yeah, I mean, I guess they're confident with Grubauer and friend Swoos. I don't really know how to say his name. But I guess, you know, that, that tandem there, they didn't really want to pay too much for a goalie. I think they definitely could have gone after Flurry. Well, actually, Knox, he has too much money. But I think they definitely could have gone after someone like, like uh, I don't know, Markstrom, I think, because that would definitely be a solid pickup for them. But I guess he wanted a longer-term deal. They didn't really want to pay that. So that's very some, That's definitely something to watch if the Avs goaltending situation isn't playing that well. Yeah. Yeah. I like, yeah. And in in other news, like, David Posternock is out for five months with a right hip arthroscopy, and that's gonna hurt Boston. It's that's their top. That's their top goal scorer. It was tied with the most goals scored last season. It's gonna hurt. Yeah, not only Poston's out, but Marshan's also out four months. Well, it's five months, four months from now at the beginning of the season, so they'll only be missing a month or two uh, with the hernia. So that's disappointing. McAvoy also out the right knee injury, but he'll be back in the regular season. I mean. Huge blow to the Bruins, especially if they're going to have to compact a ton of games together. Marshan Pasta, top left wing, top right wing in the league. It's a reason why they call him or this line with Burge the perfection line. Uh, it's going to suck for the Bruins, but that's why they got Craig Smith. They got Stadnico that can play. Hopefully it doesn't affect them too much, but obviously losing Pasta and Marsh is a big blow. Yeah, and like Boston's definitely an older team with older players like their star. They're, they're older, and it's definitely going to hurt. But I think it was fine. it's going to be fine for them. Also, and just one more thing before we finish up, Joe Thornton signed with the Swiss Leagues to play until the season starts. So good for him. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Abe Lovich. This is Leo Blotner. We are Twigs on the Rocks, and have a great night.